1: sloppy seconds this week we talked to judo birch all the way from manchester
2: yes it's a very exciting episode lots of weird chat about being an alien being an icon um and you know we ju- we just have a good old time it with is Ms. a birch. good
1: old kiki with miss birch she's fun she's, she's weird very but she's
2: fun, fun. And she was in full drag, so there will be some video highlights circulating on the internet because Meatball did a bad job at booking her and didn't tell her she didn't need to be in drag.
1: Listen, it's my fault and I apologize.
2: <laughs> we also wanted to remind everyone that if you missed our live stream with the In Homosexual Page HL show, girls, girls in... <laughs> And my that, homosexual opinion goes,
1: that is still available on
2: Venmeo. On Venmeo. Uh, on Vimeo.com slash on demand slash sloppy homosexuals. I'm sure Meatball will share it in, in on Instagram. I've shared it on Twitter. You can find it if you want to watch it. It's a good old time. Ten bucks. And we're going to be donating all of that money anyways to feed the people Dallas, which, you know, everyone's got to eat. And right now the country is still suffering. So... I so am get a ready for one
1: their full <laughs> episode with Juno Birch and me! And me. Uh-huh, you're there. You're standing and you're really feeling your fantasy right now. You're bouncing around. I'm doing some side touches. Guess what? I am in a pair of leopard print Crocs that I did wear to Living Spaces today because I forgot to put on real shoes. And I also sang all over Living Spaces and bought a $2,000 couch that I won't get for 14 weeks. What is wrong with me? Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show.
2: Forever. Dog. When first choice is a bingo bus, you turn around and boom, boom, you end up with
1: us. Five, seconds. Oh diva. Our number is two one three five three six. Nine one eight zero. row Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Hi, you sloppy, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. I'm Big Dipper and that's Meatball and I am in drag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes.
2: We are so excited for today's episode. We're already off the rails. We already had a very hectic ten minutes, and I um, I, I can't wait to bring on our guest.
1: I just glued down those glue on eyebrow or the um, the tattoo eyebrows with Lacroix. I used Lacroix as water. Oh, a little bubbly. So they're a little bubbly. I can feel they're the also on my forehead. Very high. Completely. Well, <laughs> oh, that's exactly that's why I wear them normally. You know oh. how much. Ah! The cat has
3: entered the chat.
1: The he's he's decided well, that it's
3: a good idea to walk all over the keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> well, let us so. give a proper introduction
2: to our guest, um, an intergalactic superstar, an alienessstress, a makeup icon, a Sims god, the
1: queen of Sims,
2: <laughs> the absolutely
1: stunning. <laughs> It's Juno. Juno, Birch. Birch. hello, hi. Can you hear I, me? Uh, no. Yes, yes. How are you, Juno? I'm good.
3: I'm excited because it looks like we're going to be getting back on stage again soon. <gasps> oh oh that's yeah! So awesome. So I'm so excited.
2: Pre-pandemic, how often were you performing? And um, quite
3: a lot. Um yeah. I mean I came to LA and I came I came to Chicago and it was going all over the place performing and then all of a sudden shebang in your room get on the Sims 2 and make videos <laughs> for the rest of the year.
1: But I will say you are luckier than a lot of people. Well, smarter than a lot of people. Oh god, because yeah. You had already started the YouTube channel and were like creating content that was super popular before the pandemic hit. So it just it seemed like you already had something to do. Uh-huh.
2: Wait, what? but how much before? Because I went and looked at your last video, and it's only a year old, the
3: first video on there. I think I
1: started maybe like
3: a few weeks before it happened. Yeah, me, yeah. It I was kind of just, just sensed- before. I know, but I was already
1: <laughs> watching them. I was already in. And so, uh, to me, it was pandemic to entertainment me, the whole time. For me, to me, it
2: was pre-pandemic. Well, that's crazy, because you started that YouTube channel. I think I put the statistic here. Yeah. Um, Okay, so you have uh, uh, over 350,000 subscribers in in just a year on your YouTube channel. That's
3: wild. I know. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah. Very Very cool. (laughs) Now, before starting YouTube, were you like, oh, I'm going to be a YouTuber? No. I was (laughs) like, I I hate doing digital stuff, but I hate doing like... um, online stuff because I'm so bad with tech and I was like I'm not doing YouTube I just want to do I just want to perform on stage but then when the pandemic came I was kind of like well I did just do a Sims 2 video so maybe I should just continue doing that (laughs) and then it's just kind of like it's nice because I I could play the Sims and not actually worry about wasting um productive time I can actually make something and and play again
2: (laughs) you've you've turned your hobby into a job
3: yeah, and it gives me, uh, gives me an excuse to talk to myself on a regular basis without actually feeling like <laughs> I'm on my own
1: in a room. <laughs> how, how long does it take you to edit one of those videos? Because I know you say you're not tech savvy, but you're editing those, right? I'm, yeah, I'm really, really good at editing because eh? I did, I did uh, 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 yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm really good at that. I'm good. I'm fast. But that's because I, I did like a, I, I went to uni and I did film and, and I really learned how to use Final Cut Pro. But that is literally the only thing I learned before I left. And then and then everything else I'm just terrible with, like emails and uh, what Logic Pro and <laughs> Skype and stuff. Emails are tricky. This is a tricky I technology
2: emails. with emails, you know. I used to how that- how do the words, how do the words get from here to there so fast? How Uh do these words get into
1: this computer? That's the hard (laughs) part about emails. Well, so do you you studied film at university, or were you like trying to be a director? What was I I wanted to be the next
3: Tim Burton?
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, I I was like, I see that. I see uh that. Is that? Do you feel like hearing, like, learning about the storyline process and creating stuff helped inform your drag? Because your drag mixes and your numbers are huge and they involve like a lot of spoken word and like Uh telling a story
3: yeah definitely
1: like I think uh, when I was in
3: uni I really wanted to make this short film about this little kid that goes to a 60s salon and he's convinced that all the women in the salon are aliens and they have like little sunglasses and big hair and they're all just like aliens in disguise and and then familiar (laughs) yeah and then I kind of like (laughs) continued that that sort of Thing onto onto myself, and just I completely lost the plot in on one year, and I was like, "I I'm just gonna dress up and go outside." So where's
2: where's the little kid? That's what I want to know. You got that little kid clocked up in your closet over there? Uh, that's just
3: Cyril, my cat. <laughs> oh, oh cat. Um,
2: and you're you're newly a cat owner, right?
3: Yes. Well, I know I've I've had two kittens. I grown up with two cats. Mm. Um. When I was a teenager, and then I had to leave them with my dad when I went when I moved out. So I've missed them so much ever since I left them. Um, But I've I've never really got a cat because our house is so small. But then we recently moved to a a much bigger apartment, and then we were like, now is the time that we can adopt a baby.
1: He's got those big old ears, which I love.
3: Everybody always says he looks like um, what's the actor called? Uh, The one from Star Wars with the big torso. Wait. Hmm? Adam Driver, say your is Adam cat Driver. Like, oh, your he...
2: cat oh. looks like Adam Driver.
1: That is Adam Driver, as a cat!
3: <laughs> <laughs> say hi, Cyril. Hi, Cyril. He's, he's so affectionate, um, but he's always plotting my death and always trying to kill me.
2: Do you have any, Meatball, do you have any, like, cat questions? For Juno who seems well, to be an expert cat I've never seen you be able to pick your cat up like Juno just picked up
1: Cyril. My cat is terrified of everything. Like I'll walk into a room and she'll be like <laughs> and just start like sprinting and it's not like me it's like Michael will do it she freaks out if anything if there's a noise. I think she has like really high anxiety she does not like to be touched. It's
3: because it's because you're a bull in a china shop.
4: Truly I am I also, Let him
1: know. Let them know. know. She, she will follow me around the house, and she'll sit very far away from me and just watch me. Like, right now, she's in the other room. Like, I can see <laughs> her little head poke out. So she's why watching they, me. Why do
2: they love to watch? Are they, like, stalking their prey? What's they're, the vibe? They're plotting our
1: death. <coughs> yes. Thinking of ways to kill us. Or terrify us. Mine keeps trying to jump out the window. <laughs> she really wants to end it anyway
2: (laughs) okay i want to talk about alien and 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 is are you at a point now because you used to be let's just be real you used to be very aloof what you used i think so like as an internet presence i mean i was on a different continent so following you as an artist Uh it was like who is this person? There's like these like drawings and these ceramic items and this like beautiful drag artistry. And every time you would do an interview or talk to anyone, you were like, yes, I'm an alien. I'm dressed up like a woman. Like it all felt very aloof and very like Andy Kaufman. Like you would, you were in the character. Now it's, you know, it's like um, being online so much, you invite people in with the YouTube channel. You're a little more like, this is my character. I think it's a little more like, People aren't like, is that person psychotic? They just see <laughs> you as an artist more. You know what I'm saying?
4: <laughs> but I,
2: so I just sort of wanted to ask about the evolution of that. Because like, for instance, like your Vogue makeup tutorial, it has 9 million views on it. And oh, you're yes. like, it does. I just looked at it. It has 9 Where's my million views on it. Condoness owes you some coins, honey. <laughs> but in that video, you're like, I'm an alien woman. I do my best uh-huh. to dress up as as a human woman. And and oh. I, I'm just curious about your evolution of sort of being in that character in public. Yeah.
3: Well, I'm gonna be completely honest with you now. Most of the time I have a fucking clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, people just go, can you just talk about something and i say yeah i'm this i'm i just always feeling the fantasy but i kind of i don't know whether i i I don't really know (laughs) what (laughs) i'm doing most of the time um uh like i guess it's a character but it's kind of like it's kind of like i don't know like it has become you yeah, well, it's, it's kind of like I think in I think in about when I was about 22 years old, I just completely went mad. And um, I just was like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to just dress up and I'm just going to I was a highly emotional person. And I went from like trying to pass as like a straight woman, as a transgender woman to all of a sudden uh, not giving a fuck anymore and just dressing up and having an absolute ball. And I think, I think I just um, was like, I want to look like an alien. I am an alien. This is—I feel like an alien. This is happening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's—that's that's it. Yeah, that's honey, so incredible. we were incredible. here to buy it. We were here <laughs> to
2: <laughs> eat it up with a spoon, honey.
1: Did you start doing drag after your transition, or was it? Was it was like yeah. Yeah,
3: I I think a lot of a lot of trans trans women um have previously done drag and then transitioned and, and drag was like their way of sort of expressing yeah um uh, a lot of things. But for me, it was it was the opposite way around. Oh my god, I've crashed! No, we can still hear you. I can
1: still hear you. You're oh, okay. just frozen in the picture. Oh, okay, I'm back. Oh, no, no, you're, you're back. G- you're
3: you're back. back. <laughs> um, yeah, I started I started doing drag after. Um, because when I first transitioned, all I could think about, because I grew up in a really small town in uh, Frodsham, which is like the Shire of the Lord of the Rings. And <laughs> um, I, it was like a really close-minded place. So I often was like, I felt like I had to like pass into um, cis society and, mm-hmm. um, and and i think for many 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 years and i had a boyfriend as well who was straight and and for many years i was like trying to pass as this um natural female and and then i think after i had my surgery i was like i'm happy with the way i am now i don't actually care anymore and i was like i i've always wanted to dress up like really fabulous and be really fabulous, but I've always been scared to do it because I feel like I'm just going to look like a, like a man. Because people associate that with, yeah. with a drag queen. And then I think after I had the surgery, I was just like, I don't care anymore. And I absolutely lost the plot. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, getting your balls cut off sends you Lupe. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I left uni and I left in my second year. And then I went home and then just started started dressing up and doing drag and going out and just, enjoying my life because
1: life is short. So did you, you moved after the transition, you like broke up with your boyfriend and we're like, I'm going to go to Manchester.
3: Yeah, I will. I know I went to London first cause I went to uni and then I, and then I uh, moved back home and then I met Phil, my boyfriend now, and then we moved to Manchester.
2: I just love that idea. Like, you know, with, So many uh, trans folks who talk about their experience, Um, you know, some people say, like, oh, for me, it's more mental. It's not about the physical. Some people say, oh, the physical really helped. I just, it it is so important for, you know, like, everyone to understand, like, the term of, like, a life-saving procedure whether that is a surgical or hormone or whatever that even though it isn't like you know replacing a broken you know lung or cancer or whatever like it does save your life in this other way and the fact that it completely shifted your mental and you were like oh now I can actually be the creative person the artist and the confident person that i've always been absolutely
3: that's incredible yeah i think i think something that a lot of, like, the UK media does, which is quite wrong, is they try and talk about trans women like they're all the same thing. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different journeys that people have been on. People have different levels of dysphoria. Some people don't even have dysphoria and are still trans. Uh, Some people don't need to go through medical procedures to be happy. Some people do. It's Mm -hmm. Everybody's just completely different. And But for me from the very, very beginning of being a child, I was like, I I have to have this changed. I need my mm-hmm. body changed. And I couldn't, I didn't, I couldn't have sex unless I had um, uh, the procedure. I just didn't yeah. feel comfortable with somebody in bed. Like I was like, I don't want to, I, I don't feel comfortable with this body. Um, So in a way it was like, if I don't have this, done and I'm 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 done I'm gone I can't do
4: this
2: right. yeah. <laughs> yeah it was so interesting I just saw a promo for Laverne Cox's podcast and she had T.S. Madison on and you know T.S. Madison just I, I love T.S. Madison so. I, I, love, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I love her
2: <laughs> so, and and it, it was just a promo clip for the full podcast but basically Madison was like I'm so happy to be having this conversation with you because for so long people in Hollywood would just compare me to you. And they would say, Mm. well, Laverne wouldn't do that. And Laverne wouldn't do that. And it was this really amazing sort of back and forth between them uh, about the idea that obviously like any identity, uh, you know, a trans identity is not monolithic and it's not just one yeah, thing. Exactly. And, you know, I love T.S. Madison because she has been so herself through her entire like public life, and that's incredible. So, you know, that it is it is such a great conversation to have that everyone's journey is different. Yeah. Absolutely. I also love right.
1: that you've turned that feeling into uh, what were you gonna say? I just absolutely like <laughs> yeah.
2: I just love that you turn that
1: it, feeling into the so much.
3: Drags the word out long. I love it. Absolute <laughs> lie. Absolute lie.
1: <laughs> but it's so interesting to hear you say that. That's like how you were because that's not the person that like I know you kind of because we've hung out a few times and that's just like not who you are now. Uh-huh. And it's I'm just like so happy that you are who you are and that you were able to turn so much of it into art and an expression of yourself. I mean, uh-huh. like the sculptures are all so incredible. Thank Stun- you. They're fucking <laughs> stunning. Well, I, how I really, has that been going? I, selling the sculptures? Are you still making them? I haven't made a, a sculpture in
3: probably over like a year and a half, two years.
4: Whoa. Wow! And
3: um, because because I, I, if I'm honest, like when I'm doing drawings and sculptures and stuff, it's like a different person. It's like mm-hmm. I don't want to speak to anybody. I want to isolate. I don't want to. I just sit down and I do my artwork. And then there's this other side of me that's like full of energy and i can't keep still and i just want to go out and i want to i want to perform and i want to just get drunk and go wild and blah blah blah. (laughs) so it's two completely different people and that person who sits quietly and is more reserved and calm and does intricate things is just (laughs) nowhere to be seen at the moment (laughs) i love that i love that too One
2: quick question also. Do you often kill your Sims? Oh, you don't see my
3: YouTube channel?
2: (laughs) (laughs) They all All die. All the fucking time. They all
1: die. I'm just (laughs) a
2: murderous, vengeful god. Yeah.
1: Yes. (laughs) And she put a graveyard in the back of one of her houses and the ghosts (laughs) would haunt the house. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Just curious.
3: I spent so many years. (laughs) it's like it's like I look back at uh, me playing Sims and then I'm like I really I really should not be trusted with anything really (laughs) it's like before I was like I I wrote on Twitter that my dream job is to be the Div- do you know you I don't think you know who Davina McCall is do you Do you know Davina McCall No. no. She's like the she was the host in the early two thousands for the Big Brother series oh, okay. in the UK, okay. and um, I just uh, my dream job is to be Davina McCall and have all these housemates in in the house, and I'd be like today someone is coming out, and like <laughs> this whole idea of me being this like big mother <laughs> of the house, and it's Didn't like playing you just the tweet sins.
1: this. Huh? Did you just tweet this idea? Or did someone else just tweet something about a Drag Race big brother?
3: Me. It was me.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: And A's I would like love it. playing I'd Sims. I'd on there.
1: I would Trisha Paytas my ass around there and just cry. Call people's shoes <laughs> ugly.
3: Call yeah. people's shoes ugly?
1: Imagine how drama-filled it would be. Oh, Incredible. so much drama.
2: And like there would be non- so much footage of people engaging in drama in like half drag which yeah. is just beautiful to see <laughs> you know you would see people fighting and the fight would like progress as their drag progress and then de dragged and like people are like in full glam and then also with like duct tape wrapped around their head just <laughs> screaming at one another
3: yes and they'd be like they'd be like uh, uh, tasks that they have to do to get food so you're not allowing <laughs> food unless you do this task and the task is to who can do their makeup the fastest Wins wins a meal and that kind of thing.
0: <laughs> it's so What's evil. How fast
3: you can do your makeup? Um, probably like if I'm doing full makeup, like eyes and everything, then probably like forty-five minutes. I can get oh, it wow. on really quick. Yeah. Did but you
2: say five minutes?
3: Forty-five. Oh my! God. <laughs> okay, imagine five minutes.
2: Boom. <laughs> That's what I thought you said, and you said it so seriously, deadpan, and confident. I was like, "What is happening?" Forty-five minutes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Meatball. The answer for that is three and a half hours. Three. Well, I can do it in an hour and a half, but I'm like you said, I have like this energetic side that I keep getting up and walking around, and like I get bored of doing it. So yeah. it takes me about three and a half hours to get fully into drag. <laughs> And I'm fine well, with that. Everyone else is a problem fair, with it, but I'm not messing with y'all. Just let me start early. <laughs> <laughs> let me wake up early and start. <laughs> let me wake up early and start, and I am never late. Except for the last thing that I did where I was an hour late. <laughs> That's your, your eye makeup has, like,
3: a lot of layers to it as well. So, like, you you do a lot of, like, shading and, like, your eyeliner goes on top of your crease and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I can imagine it takes a while. But
1: yeah, and, I know you what know, you mean it, with,
3: like, just losing concentration and just going out for a cigarette or something. Or, like,
1: if something doesn't blend right or stick on, I, I just get up. I just stand up, and I'm like, I'm going to go for a walk. I don't want to look at it right now.
2: <laughs> it it's also takes a lot of skill to put, like, a wig <laughs> on your head that's, like, caked in makeup with, like, a really dirty lace. It was like a photo shoot!
1: <laughs> I know that he knows how to use photo I wasn't going to clean my lace. For it to be seen by oh well, I probably should have cleaned it because the people there definitely right. did see it. Okay. Let's
2: wrap the show up. All Thank right. you so Thank much you so for much being for with us, Juno Birds.
3: I can't wait to see you both again.
2: Likewise. Likewise. Same. We'll come to uh your world tour I come, your UK and American tour.
1: Yeah. I think I'll definitely come see the show if in either place that I'm at, but I also want to go back to Manchester and just go party up and down that strip one more time. That was a good time. I I, I can't wait for that to open back up because all of those
3: poor people fucking own those clubs just, I just, I don't know how they're managing right now. I Um, know. Like, it's so sad. Like, you walk down um, Canal Street and there's just, everything's just boarded up and closed and it's just.
4: But to roll
3: on June 21st, I hope that happens. Apparently, June 21st, the clubs are opening back up again.
1: You have such a distinct look and I loved it so much that I imitated it thinking like, ooh, I'm the first person to do like, oh, an imitation to universal. And then I saw I like searched (laughs) your name and I was like, everybody has attempted your look. How does Uh it feel to see like so many incredible drag queens like inspired by you? It's
3: it's honestly amazing. Like it feels like the world is slowly being taken over by me. It's and working. I, I yes. come from Mars, and I'm <laughs> I'm working. brainwashing everybody to look like me and be stunning, and then there's just going to be a giant army of Juno Birches That's wait, gonna... isn't
2: that the plot of Mars Attacks?
3: Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. oh no! no!
4: <laughs>
2: she lifts.
1: She lifts the wig. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Was that? Wait, I do, meatball. Do, have you seen the movie Mars Attacks? I saw it so long ago. Me too. Is that what? like a big inspiration for you, Juno?
3: Yeah, I love that movie so much, and 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 I I just love the casting of it. Like I love Glenn Close so much in it, and I love Danny DeVito, and it's just such a good film. And I always, I always used to listen to Danny, D- Danny Elfman's soundtrack to that, mo- to that movie constantly. And, um, and it would just, I, I just want to p- perform it and I just want to draw things to it. And I just want to, you know, I just love it.
1: Oh, that's so cool. All right, I have a question about when you uh, came over to America and you uh-huh. were, and you stayed with Trixie Mattel, right?
3: Yeah, I stayed on her couch. Well, it was like a couch bed. Oh, that's lovely! Yeah, and, you and got I to turned meet- her—I turned her balcony into a smoking area.
2: <laughs> oh, a salon, a smoking salon, a smoking salon. <laughs> but on that trip, you got Meatball
3: was saying—you got to meet your icon. Yes, Jennifer your Coolidge. Goal- oh, Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer Coolidge.
2: Coolidge.
3: I still don't feel like that was real. I think I feel like that was just a bizarre dream. But what I think were we your got- interactions like with her? Well, the first night that I met her was she came to Vita when I was performing. And then um, she she just swanned in uh, because she she'd messaged me and said, I'm going to come and watch you perform. And then she just kind of swanned in and I was just like, "Uh, uh, I don't know what to say. (laughs) And then um, she she came to watch me and Trixie do our makeup in a YouTube video. Uh-huh. But in that, if you watch that YouTube video, I'm so shy and I barely speak. And it's because of Jennifer Coolidge just sat in Trixie's kitchen, literally watching me paint Trixie. And I'm like, and and Trixie was like, "Don't do the Jennifer Coolidge voice too much because she's sat right there." Yes! <laughs> and at that time, all my voice was literally constantly. Oh well, we're gonna do this now, <laughs> and and then I had to just sort of be like, "I um, my name's Juno, um, I'm gonna do your makeup now, um, <laughs> and uh, I'm really scared." And <laughs> and then we went for dinner, and it was just. It was me, Trixie, and Trixie's boyfriend, and my boyfriend, and um Jen- Jennifer's friend called Raz, and we all had this gorgeous dinner, and it was just so fabulous, and it was just so surreal, and uh, I can't wait to do it again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so did you did you feel like oh, over those times hanging out with her, you sort of like struck up a real like it didn't it didn't just stay in that like fan moment? You were able to like actually speak with her and become friends with her.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's cool. I I don't think I... I think I was constantly in my head like, okay, what should I say next? What should I say next? (laughs) Um, I wish Meatball was more like that when we host this podcast. I made such a fool of myself as well. Like, at one point I was like, oh my God, what should I ask her? And I went, what was it like meeting, working with Tim Burton? And she just turned to me and she was like, I've never worked with Tim. And I was (gasps) like oh, shit, no, she hasn't has she. And I was like,
1: what? Why did I just say that? I
4: oh, my myself. gosh. I hate
1: myself. Well, oh, <laughs> I would die inside.
2: I think that's, that's, just- that's the kind of thing you think about for, like, months after. Yeah. And you're like, what yeah. did I do? <laughs> Wait, so what movie did you first, like, see her in? What was, like, the first moment where you were like,
3: that? I think, oh, I think the first movie that I ever seen her in was probably... Um, a series of unfortunate events, you know, when um, with Jim Carrey. Yeah and, yeah. and and it and it was something that I noticed in the background, and it was like she played this like a uh, clown faced woman who's like,
4: Nothing in the world, look at the count from his the lover. Nothing in the world, look at the count from the nothing.
3: And, <laughs> and it was this like really weird scene and I couldn't stop watching over and over again. And then I and then I was watching Christopher Guest movies. Do you like Christopher Guest movies? Oh, yes. Uh, They're my favorite movies with her in. Like Best in Show and For Your Consideration and all of those. And uh, I just... But do you know what's funny? What? I've never seen Legally Blonde.
2: Well, I was gonna say, so
3: many (laughs) people... Have you seen A Cinderella Story? Yeah, oh god, yeah. Of course I have. But I've never seen Legally Blonde.
2: So many people know her from Legally Blonde, but to me, Best in Show is like top-tier Jennifer Coolidge uh-huh. being Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Like, when she says the monologue or the three lines about soup, Yeah, <laughs> I mean, fuck out of here. Yeah. I love it so
3: much. What does she so even much. say? What are the lines? She's like, um, um, we have so much in common. There's a um, we both love, um, talking and not talking. Um... We love the outdoors. We love snow peas, and uh, we both love soup. (laughs) (laughs) But I love her in. I love her in um, for your consideration because she plays this producer that has no idea what she's doing. And there's this woman that interviews her, and she's like, "What does a producer do?" And she just turns around, she's like, "Well, there's a lot of getting out the wallet and." paying for ridiculous things like like snacks. And then and, and she's like, okay, I think we've heard enough now. And she's like, you don't want to know more about me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> My favorite of her uh, came out during the quarantine, and it's just like a slow pan of her whole body. Oh, and then yeah. when it gets to her face, there's like a pause, and she just goes, hi. 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 How do
2: How do we, do we, okay, American accents, do we just sound, like, harsh and awful to your ear? Because uh, we, uh, you know, we always talk about accents, but, like, I just, like, love the sound of, like, a UK
1: accent. Oh, it's musical. Oh, really? Because,
3: like, to us, uh, um, uh, well, to me, like, American accents are, like, really, like, flowy, and everybody talks, like, that, and, duh, 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 duh. and then, like, and then, like, UKX is like, yeah, all right, yeah, okay.
1: Like, it's all really, like, choppy. <laughs> but <laughs> I, well, like- I like that more, and y'all have way better slang than we do, and, like, way the names for stuff make uh, yeah. way more sense to me.
2: <laughs> but also, I feel like our, our, the way we talk is really, like, staccato and short, and, like, you just said, for us meaning and but you said it with three syllables you were like for us <laughs> like i feel like i feel like uk
3: accents draw like words draw and we're like yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah, yeah. like it's <laughs> so harsh and horrible i don't know
3: when i came to america for the first time i think what i noticed is that like you uh, people from the uk get embarrassed a lot more and we do we do things like a bit more like like we laugh, we have like nervous laughs and and we, we kind of like break up what we're saying a lot. Whereas when I was in LA, everybody that spoke to me was like, uh, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> but they look directly in your eyes. Like I'm waiting for an answer. And I'm like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and be right back.
4: Back.
2: oh baby I don't have to think about this Mm -hmm. like it is so nice the combinations are so good I am a meat eater but the vegetable options there are so many like I remember I had like a it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice and I was like the mushroom is filling like there's plenty of uh, portion there's plenty of vegetable and there's plenty of flavor and I am usually sort of not a microwave person Mm -hmm. very cool
1: off your
2: next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Okay, we are back. (laughs) And we are
1: back. Have you ever seen the movie music? Oh, it's not a movie. The it's musical not a movie. Wicked. Have you ever seen Wicked? The musical? Yeah.
3: Three times on the, <gasps> on, the on the theater, yes.
1: Oh, can you do the <laughs> Wah! Wah! Oh, so stunning. <laughs> so
2: stunning. So do you relate to Elphaba? Because you know, you that actress, are, She are sometimes scream? Yes.
3: Yeah absolutely i mean well the thing is she has to paint she, every person that plays alpha has to paint themselves green every single time yeah uh, but i i'm not always blue like i, I sometimes like <laughs> that i can't be asked <laughs> or i'm not getting paid i will just do human skin <laughs>
1: <laughs> like you are right now because i yeah. forgot to tell you not to get into drag um <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a friend who was alpha, uh, like the touring alphabet. and when <gasps> she first started she and I mean I think it's the same for drag queens we don't know how to get the makeup off right so she would like finish a show and have her day off and like go do her chores and stuff but, like, like, green behind her ears. Uh-huh. And it just reminds me of, like, I remember when me and Vander were doing drag together when we first started, we would go downtown together and she would still have, like, glue stains across the top of her head where she, like, glued <laughs> stuff. And she was just like, this is who I am. And I would walk around with, like, bright <laughs> pink stained skin around my eyes oh my because God. I didn't know how to get it off. How long were you, like, trying to figure out how to clean it all off? or were I'm you still
3: like that now. <laughs> oh, really? Like, like, usually when I'm in drag... Especially if I'm doing a show in in person with an audience. I usually get quite drunk. So uh, so I'm usually hungover when I'm taking it off. Or like I'm usually drunk when I'm taking it off and I'll wake up in the morning with like a blue neck and like (laughs) blue under eyes
1: and stuff. Um, Now, were you drunk the night that we did the UK versus the USA battle and um, it was me, a you and a door in that dressing room? What do you think? (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> I was smashed.
1: <laughs> I, I barely <laughs> remember that night. It was such a mess.
3: Like, I I literally... I don't even know if we'd been to our hotel yet. I mean, I, it was it was such a mess. <laughs>
1: I think you came straight from the train station and we're like, in that dressing room with Joe yeah, Black. I and I came being... in being like,
3: where's the pills?" So, okay, we
2: talked about... We talked a little bit about, like, you know, inspiration, but I want to know. So, Tim Burton, obviously big inspiration for you. Huh? How did you develop your signature makeup style? And were you, were you making the visual art before you started painting on
3: yourself? Because you are
2: also a visual artist.
3: Yeah. I was drawing a lot. And like, uh, I did sculptures and that kind of thing before I did drag. And if, and if you look at my art, it does obviously look a lot like me in drag now. Um, but I think I didn't really think too much when I was doing drag. I was just kind of like, okay, I wanna be blue uh, with pencils and eyebrows and a big wig and I just wanna feel the fantasy and and then it just kind of evolved into the same thing all the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but I don't feel like it's the same. I feel like you really no. make it all feel so different. Even if you are like painted a color. Uh-huh. And you do have the aesthetic of sometimes being like a 50s housewife Sometimes being like a club kid Like I think you really run the gamut Oh, Within the you. color range Miss me um, <laughs> miss me um. But But these, the face usually stays the same It's just in different colors and different shapes Yeah, but I mean I feel like that's what everyone does, right? Doesn't every drag queen kind of have like The one yeah. face that works for them? Yeah, definitely in Some of them it's the wrong face
2: you just posted this on Instagram. Yes. Like I think that was, that was evolu- the other day,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah, this evolution is wild because to me it's still recognizably you, but changing, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. That's, like
3: that's the MILF that's-, that's the MILF face. The MILF face
1: is like Ooh. The- oh, Miss MILF moment.
2: Oh It's <sighs> really uh to borrow one of your catchphrases. Stunning Stunning. How did you start saying that all the time?
3: Well, the story behind that is basically I did that (laughs) Vogue video um, where they came over to my house and just filmed me getting ready. I was really nervous because I had like 15 people in my kitchen and I barely knew anybody. And I was like, ooh, and they wanted me to talk while I was doing it. And I didn't really know what to say. So it's just like stunning Stunning, and then they were taking the piss out of me for the amount of times that I said the word stunning. And then they said, "We're just going to leave all the stunnings in and not cut them out." And yes. then when that came out, everybody was like, "Stunning, do you know stunning?" Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of say it like it's like a tick. It's like I just say it when I don't know what else to say.
1: That's so funny. That's like me with diva. Yes. Oh I yeah. Like yeah. Stop. But it was just like I. It was a, a, something to fill the <clears throat> void of silence. I would just be like. Diva this, Diva that, Diva that. And now I don't even say it anymore. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you don't say it.
1: I know. And I kind of stopped doing the wicked riff too. Except for today where we just had it a hundred times. <laughs> we <talking>
2: about wicked. <laughs> Wait, so, I mean. <coughs> oh, you've got sustainability. Mm-hmm. So here here's a question that I'm sure comes up all the time. Oh my God. Sorry.
1: What's it like being a woman in drag? <laughs> <laughs> I know um, a lot of people have a problem with it. I don't know. Like, I don't
3: really think about it too much. But, like, I don't know. I don't really. I've never really thought about it much.
1: But do people? Do you ever get like comments about it? Or people mm-hmm. often assume that I'm a, a man. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but I think that's because I just because one because I think. I think people who watch Drag Race are so used to seeing men dress up as women, mm-hmm. right. so people who watch Drag Race assume that most, if not all, drag queens are men. Um, but I just kind of like—I don't really care. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> I don't really give a fuck to be honest. Um, yeah, I mean, you're in Vogue, nine million views. Who gives a fuck?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: But well, like years and yeah. years and years ago i think before i started doing drag if somebody if somebody misgendered me it would piss me off um but like now when i get misgendered when i'm in drag i don't i don't really care yeah yeah
2: do you okay so then i mean this is what it is like you just said it people are so used to seeing one type of thing on drag race Do you feel like the evolution is then, especially now that Drag Race UK is so successful, that the evolution is like that is something you would want to try to do? Or do you feel like you're like you've you just keep creating your own lane? I mean, I like to do my own thing.
3: I I think I think if I did go on Drag Race, I would have an absolute nervous breakdown because I don't like (laughs) being told what to do. I mean, it would make great TV, but I, sure, but I'm just too emotional for for people telling me what to do. I would be a, just a diva from hell. I'd be like, right. "No, I'm not doing it. I'm going home."
1: <laughs> I love well,
3: that.
2: It was so interesting because we interviewed Ginny Lemon like a while ago on the show. Your and... good friend, Miss yes, Ginny Lemon. Ginny. Oh, and it, it it was sort of like we we had a great chat. And this was like, this was just after the cast got announced. So we had no idea sort of what went down on the show. And uh-huh. when we were done sort of off to the side, Meatball said to me, um, oh, I think she did whatever she wanted on that show. You yeah. you were very much like the assessment was like, oh, she went on the show to be on TV, but she wasn't like trying to she play wasn't... by any kind of yeah. rules
3: or do That's anything. Ginny. <laughs> That's yeah. Ginny. Ginny. Ginny, the thing I love about Ginny so much is that you can't tell her what to do. Oh, Ginny right. is Ginny. She she like and also she won't let anybody fuck with her. Like she's she's she really stands up for herself. And um I just love her to bits. And yeah, I I, I was too. so happy watching her on the show. And and um but the thing was I I already knew from the little birds um tweeting little all the rumours the- and whatnot that Ginny had Ginny had walked off. Uh-huh. But the rumor was that she'd said fuck off to RuPaul and <laughs> yeah. walked off. So I was like, I was watching the episode like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> She's going to do it because that is something Ginny would do. Like she'd be like, fuck off yeah, kind of thing. But
1: she was kind of like,
3: I'm going home.
1: Like very humble. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what's so funny is that we interviewed her and not that like girls that we interviewed tell us secrets, but she was talking about it as if it was someone else. Oh, wow. Okay. Like after we had finished, she was like, Yeah, who uh, the person who walked off really gave it to Rue, said all this stuff, and then stormed out. Oh, yeah, I forgot and then, about that. Yeah. And then I saw it and I go, Well, I didn't see any of that. And then I posted something on my Instagram about it, like, Tell Me Shade. And Michelle Visage came into my inbox and was like, yes. That never happened. <laughs> And I was like, okay, Michelle, okay. okay. <laughs> Michelle was like, I was there. and I was there go. and it didn't happen. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, I won't, I won't, I'll take it down. Oh well, my God.
2: It is really interesting. I mean, this is sort of a, I always sort of get a little theoretical in the show, but it is really interesting to think about. Drag Race has been around for so long. They love to do... They love to have like stunts on television and sort of do things that people want to watch. And at this point, they can't cast, you know, a group of queens who are all have the ability to sort of make it to the end in a way that, like, like I think you have the talent to make it to the end. But you're saying, Thank like, you well, no, oh, let me her. let me say what I'm trying to say, okay. her. But you're like, I don't want (laughs) people to tell me what to do. I don't want to whatever. And so I think we're getting to a point now where it's like the caliber of people on the show is so high. It's like they have to figure out ways to get rid of people. And so I bet internally they love Ginny walking off. They love Ginny leaving because they were like, she was great TV. We had her. She left on her own terms. And I hope that we get to see more and more of that. And Uh we don't have to just see queens that sort of fit into – what they want to crown, but yeah. we get to sort of see more and more people who go like, yeah, I'll come on for a few episodes and then hit the road. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, I, I love, I love, I've obviously Tommy Tammy Brown and um, I, I watched her on Hey Queen recently and they asked her whether she'd go back on all stars and she was like, yeah, sure, I'd go on to walk off. <laughs> and I would just ah! love that.
1: <laughs> I love Tammy Brown. Me too. Tammy is so wild.
2: <laughs> um. Okay, so we're going to take another break and we'll be right, right back. As an alien, what do you think about human oh.
3: genitalia? <laughs> oh, I think it's disgusting. Disgusting!
4: <laughs>
3: oh, genitals are gorgeous, no matter what it is. Yeah. It's a bit of a weird question. <laughs> well, it's a, it, but, was um, my
2: segue, it was my segue into, yes, our next segment.
3: I, I actually, um, speaking of genitals... Yes. You know, I got asked recently about because I, I I've been starting to get those. You know, like um people uh, asking to sponsor products. Yes. On, on YouTube and stuff, and I got one the other day for a shaver um called Manscaped. Yeah. Oh, and I, uh, and they, I they was like a former oh, this is sponsor gorgeous. of our podcast. Yeah. I was like, I was like, that's absolutely gorgeous, but I haven't got any balls. <laughs> <laughs> I've chopped them off. <laughs> I've sent them off to Celebrity Get Me Out of Here so they can use them for the Bush Tucker trials <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Could you imagine oh
2: my You're like God. Marking up the wrong tree Yeah, <laughs> They've gone, I've snipped them off <laughs> They said Fuck <laughs> off to RuPaul and they hit the road <laughs> um, Yeah, it's so interesting No, I, I was using that as a transition Into our fuck talk Segment Talk. Um.
1: Yeah, so it's we a have a segment where we tell a funny or uncomfortable sex story from our past. And if you don't want to do that, we have voicemails from listeners who have uncomfortable stories as well. Okay.
2: <laughs> do you have a do you have a type? I know you're partnered, but do you
3: have like a type that you gravitate towards? Yes, I, I like big, big hairy man. Ooh. Hi. Oh. <laughs> For real? <laughs> yeah. Hairy, uh, big, massive, large, monstrous.
2: Okay. So like a rugby <laughs> player. Do you, wait, do you remember when um we did Race Chaser live in Manchester? That's where I met you in person. Yes, yes. And you came up we it was that weird venue that was like a school and then you like came upstairs yeah. to the dressing room. Or it was like a university, right? So we had a duct tape challenge where we brought people up from the audience and they had to go backstage and make an outfit out of duct tape during the interval, during the break. And then they would come out and sort of model it. It was based on the season three challenge from Drag Race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they would come out and model it and then someone won. So one of the guys who was there, I had fucked the night before and then got Ah! him comp comp tickets. (laughs) And then got him comp tickets. And then he... um. Cause we we had like a day off in Manchester or something, so uh, before the show, and so then he brought his friends to the show, and then he went up on stage, and I don't know if you remember this, uh, but he made sort of like a Borat type slingshot body thong so literally came out with like (laughs) balls falling out like it was like it was like other people had like made had like ruched the duct tape up and like made these like skirts and dresses and he just went like one around and looped it through and his like balls were pushing out (laughs) anyways did he he, win uh
1: maybe i don't know it was like a group of bears
2: yeah me neither Anyways, bear, interesting. Big hairy Wait, But is there man. a part
1: of that podcast episode where they point to the audience and point at you or something? And they're like, who is that? Oh, I remember well, that. Well, was it recorded? Yeah, yeah we really were an it. it. And they're like, yeah. who's that weird person over I there? I remember,
3: I remember, I was, I was, I had orange uh, face paint on and I had like a umpa lumpa wig. Yes. But it was blonde. And yes. I, I just, Willem was like, Who is that? What is that? Yeah. Is that an Uncle <laughs> no. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God. It was, it was a really fun show. Yeah. So, oh, when are you going to. Speaking of shows, I was about to ask you, are you getting to back announce, to my shows? Um, I am doing my own solo tour. What? <gasps> in the UK and America.
4: And it's oh God. What?
3: This is the first time I've ever told anybody, and it's okay, called um, "Attack of the Stunning." <gasps> and um, I am going to be touring with my
1: good sister, Licorice Black. Do you know Licorice? Oh, Black? I love Licorice Black. Uh-huh. I beat her in Dragula once four years ago.
3: Oh my god! Oh yeah, I remember she t- she talked about that on one of our videos. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> Wait, that's uh-huh. so exciting! So, when are you? When is the tour? Um, it's April uh it will it starts april 2022 <gasps> fantastic so, next year. so it's very early i think it it gets announced the tickets get announced on the 5th of april and well, then it's so it's gonna got a whole get year
2: this friday because you just said it on the podcast
3: yay <laughs> <laughs> wait what date is friday uh march 26th
2: Okay, so like well, a, it could just a be a teaser earlier. then. <laughs> yeah, it's a teaser. Look out for your tickets
3: April 2nd or 5th or whatever. Yes, you said. Attack of the Stunning. That's so oh, exciting. I'm so excited. I
1: get to yeah, see I'll, you perform again. We're coming to America I'm, as well. I'm coming to America. America.
2: You and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, if you need someone to open, you know, or just a free oh. person during your costume changes, I am available to yeah, walk on yeah. stage and do my best Jackie B impression. Let's hear it.
2: Yeah, what is your Jackie B impression?
4: And I am telling you,
1: I'm not going... She really slayed it at Alaska's Dragon Dragonologist. Blowing, I'm not blowing. What? Um, uh, I so I know for a short period of time you had your own little brunch show going on.
3: Yeah, it's it's starting up again at the end of May.
1: Oh, um, perfect.
3: And um, I, May twenty second is going to be the first time that I'm back on stage for a very very long time. So I'm very excited. Have you missed it? Yes. I think out of everything that I do, the stage is something that I miss the most. Because you I and don't...
2: William Shakespeare, all the world's a stage, do you know? But like, I um, just, yeah, I, you've I'm you just, turned I... a
1: grocery store into a stage. Uh-huh. <laughs> the turned Sims the train video station. game
2: into a stage. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite brunch item to
3: eat? Ah, oh, well, I I love cheese so much, <laughs> but. <laughs> I've just recently become <laughs> lactose intolerant. I don't know what the fuck happened, but just one day I was like, "That's it, done. I can't eat. Chi- I can't eat dairy. I tested it. Everything gone. Can't do it anymore." And I've not eaten dairy now for six weeks. I'm just sad. So that's <laughs> horrifying. Do you do you ever take a
2: lactaid?
3: Uh, no, sad.
2: Some people they're like little pills that you can take in order to have less to have dairy effect.
1: It doesn't like hurt your stomach. It doesn't make you bloated as much because it like blocks the lactic acid. So if you know you
2: want to have ice cream or you know you want to have a pizza party
1: you can pop a couple lactates. See, that's oh, America, yeah, okay. baby. We said, we see the problem, let's fix it. I'm gonna have my cheese. <laughs> not, not you making
2: America's tagline, we fix problems, because guess what? We surely we don't. We sure don't. <laughs> Do you just think we are dumb, horrible, stupid American people? Like, is that
3: the vibe? We, we, think it, we, we think that it's, like, the other way around as well. Like, we're, <laughs> we're stupid UK people as well, but... Um, No, not at all.
2: I mean, it's spring break over here, honey.
3: Your country's a mess. My country's a mess. (laughs) We're all fucking mess.
2: I guess the only country that's not as huge a mess right now is Australia, right? Uh Uh-huh. And frankly... I thought they
1: were the dumb ones, but it turns
4: out <laughs> I'm out that. of the two of us. <laughs> Hello? Okay,
2: so we teased the segment before, but now we're going to get to We are all over the place today. This is our segment we like to call Fuck Talk, which is why I brought up genitals in the
1: first place. You know Love why it. I think I'm all over the place today is because I'm have not. i quitting smoking weed. So I'm like waning myself off. So I weed haven't ink. had any al- or weed today at all. And normally oh. I like wake up and smoke and then like do stuff and then smoke again and then do stuff and then but today, nothing yet. I'm gonna wait until noon. How much do Suss. you smoke? I smoke all day, every day. Really? All day Yes. <laughs> didn't... I'm always high. I am literally know that. It's time to go to the grocery store. Puff puff. I hope it's a quick trip. <laughs> I
2: didn't know. Have that you got
1: seed
3: a drag? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I
4: just thought
2: that I just I just thought you had bad judgment. That's all. I didn't think it was wait. No, because remember when we I said I could get us some weed or get you some weed, you were like, I'm good.
1: Yeah, but sitting down in the front row at a drive and drag show smoking <laughs> wheat, like that would not have been the vibe. Like I was more interested in getting drunk for that. Okay. Which me and Nicole God. did. Nicole you got sure home did. and she said, She said, should I say this? She goes, I got wasted. I'm trash. I'm eating mac and cheese that I left out on my balcony for a day.
2: <laughs> oh, gross Remember she offered that to me because she was like, if you drive us to the house, we'll sit and get drunk and you can sit there, I'll give you a LaCroix and some old mac
1: and, cheese. <laughs> and when but I didn't realize when she said old mac and cheese, she had been sitting outdoors for a day. Okay. Uh, now on to sex talk. Fuck talk. <laughs>
2: Do you know the name of our podcast, Meeple?
1: Unbearable. <laughs> hey
2: puppy Joes. Um
5: I had a call on telling you guys about a hookup I had.
2: Oh, it started over. Okay, Meatball, why don't you say what people hate to that we interrupt the voicemails?
1: We're not. W- people do not like that we interrupt the voicemail, So today, I will not be interrupting the voicemail, and y'all can see how boring listening to three minutes of someone else tell a story is. Stupid <laughs> <old> fuck.
2: <laughs> they write in, you know, and they're like, "This is this is this is a better way to interview your guests. You shouldn't interrupt the voicemails when you listen to the voicemails. They got a
1: lot of commentary for us." And right, so I'm okay. listening We're listening We're hearing And we're trying new things
3: Yeah Well I think right. I think talking over everybody Is gorgeous I think it's chaos Yeah
1: no you know just... Same Yeah It's like a dick sucking I
3: have Wait
1: It
5: was
3: Sorry Is this Is this, okay. li- is this person Live right now? No <laughs> <laughs> Oh right okay Hi <laughs> I don't
1: know what's going on. <laughs> we like to keep it that way. Yeah. Okay, so this is... A <laughs> this is a voicemail from a listener. Please just play it. <laughs> I just love...
2: Play it! That we have her on the show and she's like, I have no idea <laughs> what's going on. Okay, here we go. I'm playing the voicemail. A hookup
5: I had in my hookup it was just, like, a dick sucking. I haven't really, like, tried to, like, hook up with people during the pandemic, but this guy was nearby and I needed to get groceries and he was, like, on my way to the grocery store. So, like, why not make a little pit stop? If you know what I mean. Um, So I go over to his house and he, also on the way there, he texted me and he was like, also on 5-5, I hope that doesn't, like, ruin your opinion of me. And I was like, no i don't care like i will suck your dick i don't care how tall you are as long as the dick is good um and he was uncut which yes please and so i go over and he's 26 and has to like sneak me into his house so that his roommates don't see me and i'm like first of all like do your roommates not know that you're a fag trying to get your dick sucked right now like whatever grow up so, we get there, and, like, I immediately start taking his dick, and it was fine. It wasn't, like, the greatest thing, but it, like, it is definitely satisfactory. So, he finally comes. I, like, wipe my mouth off, and I'm, like, putting my clothes on because so I know ended up naked. Anyway, I was, like, looking around the room as I was putting my clothes on, and I see not one, not two, but several... Ronald Reagan and George Bush posters all along the wall and, like, we like Ike and, like, Richard Nixon things. And I was at first I was like, this has to be a joke. But then I also saw a poster that said, I am Democrat? No. Republican? No. Woke? Yes. And I was like, oh bitch. Um, thanks for the dick. I have to go. And on my way out, I realized that that wasn't really even the most disturbing thing. This motherfucker had a poster and a giant wooden model of the Titanic. Not the movie, the actual fucking ship. Who has an obsession with the Titanic? Like that's like me being like, oh my god, you know what I love so much? The goddamn Hindenburg. Like, no bye bitch sit your little confused ass down read a book get informed and keep you dick good because it was good
1: all right bye slap <laughs> now there's a lot okay. of parts of this story <laughs> and i want i want to start with who sends the message oh by the way i'm five five i hope that doesn't bother you <laughs> Maybe he's like really insecure.
3: Like he thought he was gonna turn up, and he gonna like, oh no, you're too short. Sure. Bye.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, maybe in the past someone has done that to him.
1: Yeah. Over being short, there's a lot of reasons I would leave, but someone's height is not one of, height. Height is not one of them. No. I sort of
2: love every kind of height except for my exact same height. Does that make sense? You don't want to look him in the eye. I'm more eye.
3: concerned about him discriminating
1: the Titanic model. What's wrong with the Titanic model? <laughs> Ah! also why would a 26 year old have a bunch of pictures of ronald reagan and george bush like were they even alive during the george bush presidency no but remember that poster
2: says not democrat not republican woke which means conspiracy
1: theorist. oh girl boss yes girl boss
2: honey slay mama fashion girl boss like she is out here talking about Juno, your people, the aliens, put a bomb inside the Titanic and caused Jack to drown, which <gasps> had the diamond not been thrown into the ocean, we wouldn't be going through an economic downturn. That's the kind of conspiracy theory that this man is thinking about.
1: Wow. Are, wait, does the UK, are there any like big conspiracy theories over there? I mean, we have QAnon over here, which is insane. Girl, QAnon must be global. With-
3: um, I I don't know. Like, um, I don't really listen to people very often. I love <laughs> that for you. <laughs> if someone starts going on for too long about some sort of conspiracy thing, I'm like, oh god, I'm out of here. I need to get. I need to wake up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the whole the whole scenario sounded like a little a little shady, but the amount of times. That I have gone through with a hookup and immediately left having been like sexually satisfied, but have so many questions in my head about like, whose home was that? Who's per- like? Who was that person? I probably never see them ever again in my life. Like that is totally up my alley. I have done that too many times. Oh my god!
1: I just had a flashback of uh, one time in New York City. I was going to hook up with somebody, and I walked from the East Village to Stuy Town, Stuyvesant Town. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. And so I get to his apartment, and we get in the bed, and I- there's some weird energy because I'm like. Are we just going to start hooking up or like what's going to happen? There was just like casual conversation and then he turns the TV on. And we start watching the TV, and it's like the, it was something about the oil spill. It was like the day that it happened. And we start talking about it, and I start talking about how terrible it is and like how it's bad for the environment and all this stuff. And he goes, Yeah, you know, I just don't think it's going to work out. You could go. And I was like, Is he asking me to leave because I care about the environment? Like, I still to this day don't know if it was like that conversation or he just was not interested and couldn't figure out.
4: Or How your to looks? get
1: me out. Yeah, for my looks. Like, the minute the door opened, instead of, like, just telling me to leave then, he was like, I got to find a reason. Oh, What a, weird, likes,
2: what a weird stance. Oh, you're what an a weird. Also, what a weird
1: thing to, like, turn the TV on and be like, pat the bed to, like, slide Baby. in. Baby, there is a gentleman
2: whose penis I suck on a regular basis who loves to have the TV on loud. I'm talking very loud. And the 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 um uh array of programming that will play while I have sucked his dick is vast. It will be like a true crime story where they're talking about like horrible like domestic violence
1: and like a murder, <laughs> someone thrown in the He's ditch like, and
2: I'm just like The TV's uh,
1: like the TV is like <laughs> she was stabbed twenty seven no, times I'm like,
2: I'm like <laughs> in the jugular, and you're like, "This Wah, pedophile Wah, has Wah. been
3: missing for five days."
2: <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, and then it's like it's just like TV movies, and like the last time it was like uh, it was like a like a teen drama, like an ABC family like dramatic show, and I was like what is he watching and he is a man that i met many years ago i met him on craigslist so this was back before they canceled craigslist and uh-huh. he's like i think he's bi or maybe straight and all i do is suck his dick so i've seen him one or two times like during the pandemic oh, this but is the
1: guy that used to be those pictures of
2: literally every no i've i don't have a picture of him oh. but every time i'm at the house he the tv is on and it's on unreasonably loud
1: Thoughts? No, me and Juno are just playing with We're our playing hair with now. I'm
3: jigs. just like,
1: <laughs> should we play the other phone call? Just cause D- is it good? Yeah, this one, that one was long. This one's good. I think it's also long, but we, sh- we should have two just for coverage.
0: Hey, Fox. So when I was a freshman in college, I was really looking to see who I was, and so I joined this little acapella group and it was trash um and so I had an acapella rehearsal but before that rehearsal I was getting railed and at the time I was really into this um green apple scented lube that this guy had gotten me and um so he was humping and pumping and um I looked at the the, my phone and I gotta go I got like 10 minutes to book it across campus so I just like you know pull up my shorts and, and get on my merry way and this rehearsal is in the basement of a dorm. There are no windows. It is hot. Okay? And there's a bunch of, and I am the only faggot in the archipelic I was shocked. that all these straight men are arguing with each other, whatever, about some random nonsense. And I get there, and um, I'm just sitting there waiting. And all of a sudden, I feel that bubble. I thought, oh, no. The man had inserted some air inside of me that needs to be released. And I'm like, oh no, I, I'm like, what am I gonna do? And so I like very calmly and like collectively walk across the room and talk to us, these straight, um, acapella nerds. And um, I walk back across the room and I wait and then they're still talking or whatever. And then in the middle of arguing, one of them is like, wait, why does it smell like, uh, Skittles and ass? And I just, like, got really red. <laughs> I waited for rehearsal to be over, and I never returned. That was the best decision I've ever made. All right. Thanks, Bucks. Bye. <laughs> Skittles in it. Skittles ne- it. See, that one was good.
1: Never Skittles! returned ever? Why would you go back to an a cappella group that was all straight people? I'm looking yeah. to get my gay ar, honey. Where's the you? <laughs> I want to talk about
2: shoo up, do up, but with a little swish in it. You know what, yeah. what I mean?
3: I That's thought this I story was going to go down a route where it was going to be like, I, I had to wait for somebody to let out like a really loud note so that I could be like, just like <laughs> let it all out. <laughs> Skittles
2: and ass, green apple loo. Skittles and
3: ass.
1: <laughs> um
4: well,
1: cool. well why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on the internets and where they can buy all your merch and such as who me yes. yeah um just type me in oh just type me in just type Juno, me in just Juno type Birch me on in. instagram JunoBirch.com, <laughs> Juno i Birch on the say YouTube. That's amazing! Oh, on
3: TikTok, Judah Birch eight.
1: But I yeah. can't. Are do you doing TikTok. the TikTok?
3: I try and I can't do it. I don't I'm understand. So complicated. It. It's too hard.
2: You have half a million followers on Instagram. Uh-huh. Yeah, we just harassed her
1: with sex stories. Can you believe <laughs>
2: us? What are we doing? I don't know. Why didn't we roll out the red carpet? What's going on? Da-da-da-da-da. This is a major celebrity. Well, listen. We want to thank you so much for being on the podcast with us. Thank Listen, you. Follow Juno Birch at Juno Birch everywhere. Icon, legend. She's absolutely stunning. Fucking stunning. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. Send us an email at sloppy secondspod at gmail.com or call in with your fuck talk story to
1: 213 536 9180. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Big Dipper Jelly and Spiciest Meatball, or on Twitter, I'm Fat Drag Meatball. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Today is Friday. Bye bye. 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 Doodly doodly do doo doo forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem
2: Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn
1: by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.